And time for our resident historian, Felix Pinnell. The book and film Boys in the Boat has brought worldwide attention to the 1936 gold medal winning crew from the University of Washington. And now, a vintage custom powerboat that was key to that team's success and that once almost went into the dump <laughs> has been restored and will be on display at this weekend's Seattle Boat Show. Good it's, morning, Phil. It's a story we can all identify, all of us having at one point almost gone, being sent to the dump. Um, now, this isn't a rowing show we're talking about. This is called the Connie. It's a coach's launch named for Hiram Connabear. He's that very influential UW rowing coach from 1907 to 1917 who changed the UW and changed rowing in general. Now, there's a lot to the story. We can't cover it all. Fortunately, there's a panel discussion this Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Seattle Boat Show at Lumen Field. Wow. Um, now, the Connie is a coach's launch. That's a specially designed and built powerboat used by coaches in the UW rowing program from the early 30s to about 1971, including for those Olympic medalists back in 1936, to follow alongside the guys rowing and be out there on the water. It has a forward cockpit where the coach can sit or stand and a separate rear cockpit where the steering wheel is. It was built by Schertzer Boat and Machine Works at the foot of Stoneway on Lake Union, just across the lake from where we sit right now. It's 28 feet long, kind of on the skinny side to create minimal wake to not affect the rowers. Now, the Connie is featured multiple times in the Boys in the Boat movie, but that's a replica we see in the film. So more about that abomination a bit later. <laughs> now, the real-life Connie belongs to a guy who lives in Snohomish County named Kirk Knapp, who should get a gold medal himself for saving it. Um, he first set eyes on the boat back in 1975 when he was a student at the U and a former coxswain who had become team manager for the crew. Part of his job was maintaining a newer coach's launch called the Husky 2. Now, one day back in 1975, the Husky 2 needed some parts for repair. Crew coach Dick Erickson had an idea about where Kirk could get some of the parts he needed. You know, you should go over to Corpyard number 2. That's where Connie is, and there might be some stuff on that. And I went over, and here was this boat lying in the dirt, you know, with a big hole in the side. And at that point, she'd been out in the rain and sleet and snow exposed for, you know, five years. I think this story is better than the gold medal story from 1936, personally. Now, what happened was back in 1971, a couple of rowers and their dates had taken the Connie out on an unauthorized pleasure, pleasure cruise. They'd collided with another boat over near Madrona. Connie was almost cut in half. Students were injured. They got in big trouble. The Connie was towed back to Montlake, or what was left of her, and stuck in a storage yard near where the driving range is now. Now, something about seeing that old wreck really got to Kirk Knapp. He was smitten. It's a long story, but he was persistent about convincing the powers to be, that be that he was the guy to save the Connie. What he credits are these multiple 29-hour one-way drives between Seattle and San Diego, and then back for another 29 hours what? where he's got Coach Erickson in the passenger seat, and, and, and Kirk's driving, and he's sort of just wearing him down about how he should be given the boat. <laughs> So went on for months. Finally, the red tape was cut. They told Kirk Knapp he had to come and collect the remains of the Connie on a Saturday. Wart was headed to the dump. All he had was a Toyota Land Cruiser and a tiny trailer. I took a bunch of three-inch pipe and made a A-frame for the front of my Jeep with a winch so I could pick it up. And I had a little 14-foot trailer for hauling my sunfish around. Took that little 14-foot trailer and stretched it out with a bunch of three-inch pipe and made it 30 feet long and on that saturday we were in the yard and loaded it up and got out of there that's the thing when you ask for some cool piece of history you got to be ready to pick it up at a moment's notice and get that yeah, three inch pipe ready to right. build whatever whatever he, contraption he really you wanted that boat, yeah, he really he? did now he didn't have a garage or a workshop or any place to store the boat you know every, who else can identify with that so at his rental house in the u district he tore down the fence in the alley for access and stuck the world famous connie right there in the backyard now at that house and the next rental Nobody was the wiser. I was always pretty good at hiding it. I don't think my landlords ever knew it was there um, in either place. 
So it began a decades-long odyssey from those rental properties to his eventual home in Arlington up in 1990 and then to a boat restorer up in Whatcom County in 1996. Along the way, Kirk Knapp stumbled across what's believed to be the original engine for the boat, and he acquired that as well. The restored Connie was launched on Lake Whatcom back in 1998. It's been a fixture at special events with the UW, like regattas and opening day. Now, also there when I spoke with Kirk Knapp was Eric Cohen. He's also a former UW rower, and he's the official historian of both the men's and women's program. He's written all this stuff online. His research was a huge source of information for Boys in the Boat author Dan Brown. Eric Cohen says one thing is very clear. Um, saving the Connie was meant to be. All of these things are very serendipitous, but they all happen for a reason. And I think uh, Kirk and I would, would, would agree that it has to do with the magic of the program. And, and the community, the Seattle community has always been there to support us. Everything he's saying here just reminds me of that, of that Seattle community. That engine was saved, you know, and the boat, the boat said that they knew not to throw that away. For some reason, they didn't. They could have easily hauled that off to the dump. It didn't go to the dump. Yeah, now I said the movie boat's a little different. It only has one cockpit. Apparently, it's some vintage boat the producers found over in England and painted it to look like the Connie. Why? Well, when I think they it's had about the, money. When they had the actual well, what, money, they had the actual thing <laughs> already fixed up and ready to go. Well, Kirk Knapp says he bit his tongue rather than point out the inconsistencies when he saw the film. He also told me he'd offered to fly the real Connie over there, along uh, with himself as a technical advisor, of course, at the producer's expense. I don't think they ever actually responded officially to that offer. Now. As to why he went on this decades-long odyssey to save the Connie and to maintain it to this very day, well, I guess maybe that's just a, a silly question. Well, for me, it's just it's I it's 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 love. I mean, I love that boat. Um, I don't know how to answer it any other way. You know, so the Seattle Boat Show, its local institution, kicks off this Friday, runs through the following Saturday. That UW Rowing History Panel is this Sunday at one o'clock at Lumen Field. Uh, Kirk Knapp will be there, Eric Cohen, some other people. They have an hour. I don't think an hour is going to be long enough. I think they're going to spill into an no. overflow period out in the parking lot, is my guess. You uh, could do this for three or four hours, and the Connie will be on display for the whole show. And it's just a so gorgeous. You can see restaurant. the actual boat you can, there. You, can, at you might the even Seattle be able to touch ship. it. I'm not sure. They might even let you touch it. But yeah, this is, this is a very cool, uh, very cool piece of Northwest history. And uh, we've got photos of the Connie in its various stages of destruction and restoration at my. <laughs> Facebook page. I'll have it all at my Northwest a little bit later on. Just a great piece of Northwest history. Yeah. Everyone you know, loves old wooden boats. 20 years from now, when they reissue and they remaster Boys in the Boat, they can use AI to Photoshop <laughs> Photoshop the actual boat into the movie. Or make a sequel that's all about the restoration of the Connie. That should be, this is this is the real boat, the boat with the boys, or some other, you have some clever twist on the title I you, wasn't able to think You have your of. new crusade. Yeah, I don't know, Dave. I'm getting old. Yeah. Felix Spinell, all his features at MyNorthwest.com. Thank you, Felix. Thanks, Dave.